Welcome to a life-transforming experience with the Word of God from Bishop Napoleon Asian. Napoleon Asian is the son of Bishop Dag Heward Mills and the head of the LCI mission in Cape Town, South Africa. With about 20 years experience in ministry, Bishop Napoleon Asian has been actively involved with the work of God in Ghana, UK, and now a missionary in South Africa. He stands with his father in the ministry, teaching and emphasizing his word with extraordinary grace and faith. Join us now as he delivers the word of God under the anointing. Are you there? Number 5. Some of your seeds will never develop. Okay? Yeah, some of the seed will not develop. So understand it. That some of the seed will be lost and some will not do well. Do you understand? Yeah, that's why you need to sow a large amount of seeds. Number six, you must plant the type of seeds you expect. And number seven is that the seed must die. When you give, let your eye not follow. Just let it go. Let it die. Amen. Let it die. Let it die. It is only after the seed is dead and died properly that it would disintegrate, uh, it, it decomposed, then it begins to bring up, hallelujah, if it does not die, you wouldn't have a harvest. Number eight says, your seed must be given time to die. So the first one is that it sh- the seed must die and give it time to die. Are you there? Yeah, if you, you just got born again. You just got born again, and you are thinking that by next week you should be a man of God. Give, <laughs> give yourself some time to grow. Hallelujah. It's true, you will be a doctor, but the idea of being a doctor, you had it when you were young. You need to finish grade seven, start from grade eight, finish matric before you will be given the chance even to choose the medical career. So the father you want to be a doctor does not start in uh, 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 elementary school or primary school. Hallelujah. How many understand what, what I'm you give the vision a time. Hallelujah. You've seen somebody you want to get married to. You are in love with a person. Give the person some time to see whether the person will change or not. Don't be in a hurry. Don't propose to the person. When the person changes, you see that you have proposed to the person already, you cannot change your mind. Because we will encourage you not to break any sister's heart. And if you're also a sister, we will encourage you not to break a brother's heart. So steady the person from afar. And most people, they will always come with the right leg. They will always come with the right leg. When you accept them, then they will introduce the left. Then you say that, Charlie. But I did not know that you have such a problem. You should have told me. So take your time. Hallelujah. Are you there? Take your time. Take your time. Take your time and study the person. Pray about it. Learn from the person's friend who the person is. Don't just rush into, the, into things. The Bible says love should develop naturally. When you see somebody and you fall in love, instantly, it's not, it's not proper. It's infatuation within two months. You see that the love is gone. Hey. 
Tell somebody, I'm taking my time. When somebody says, I love you, don't say yes, I also love you. Give the person time. Give the person time. You notice that within statement, you see that the person even don't want to call you. They say, you see. (laughs) One person was asking me, how can somebody tell a lady he loves her? And when the lady doesn't respond within two weeks, he leaves the the lady and proposes to another person. So he was, uh, the lady was asking me, Pastor, is, is this love a love that cannot last for two weeks? <laughs> give it a time. Brothers, don't, don't force the ladies to give you an answer. Any lady that you have been forced to give an answer, the answer should be no. Because you are in hurry. We should take time. Amen. So you give the seed time to die. And be, be, be worried of voices of haste. Write it somewhere. Yeah. The voices of haste. Anything that wants you to hurry up. Somebody is selling a car. He says, oh, uh, somebody wants to buy it. If you can bring the money now, 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 please don't buy any such car. Anything that is like... If you don't do it now, you let it go. Let it be, yeah, beware. Beware of voices of haste. Beware of voices of haste. They say, oh, they are taking people. There are 15 people, we have 14. It's left with only one. Take your child. He said, let it go. Let it go. Don't, don't rush into things. Take your time. Take your time. You have saved money. You want to buy a land. Before you notice, you have rushed into something that you did not even know. And all your savings is gone. Yeah, somebody told me, Pastor, if I had called you, I would still be having 400000 I said, so where is the point? There? So I joined somebody. Business is gone. Hey. So I have not told you because... I feel embarrassed and ashamed. If only I had called you, you would have told me, wait, let me find out. And I did not find out. It was too good. It's like somebody is bringing the 400,000 and I'm the one he, uh, he's called. So I wanted to be fast to join. Hmm. Number nine, your seed will grow by God's miracle power. And uh, one for today is that you must recognize your harvest when it comes. Hallelujah. Tell somebody, recognize your harvest when it comes. In Matthew chapter 20, verse number 1, the Bible says, For the kingdom of heaven is like unto a man that is an householder, which went out early in the morning to high laborers into his vineyard. Hallelujah. You know, many people give, they invest, but when the blessings, the harvest is coming, they are not able to recognize it. Because you apply for a job, you thought that it would take time, and before long they say, oh, start the work. 
So you think that is it a one? Yeah, it can. Some people don't see. You need to see how God blesses and how the harvest comes. Hallelujah. Are you here? Many people are not able to see when God is blessing them. They have predefined way that they should be blessed. They have a mind that if God is going to bless me, it must come in this way. So if the blessing does not come in that way, they cannot relate and they cannot accept and they cannot allow themselves to be blessed by how God has chosen to bless them. Are you here? Like the guy who went for fishing. He went for fishing with line and hook to uh, catch some fish. And a fish jumped out of the water by excitement into the canoe. So he took the fish and put it back into the water. Because to him, he must catch it. So if... By excitement or by mistake, a fish jumps into your canoe. You have not caught it, so you'll allow it to go. You actually take it and you put it back. And with your bait on your hook, trying to catch the fish that you put it back. That is how, you know, it's funny, but that is how we we behave. That is how we behave. Sometimes we expect that God will bless us in a specific way. Many people who have not been able to receive the blessings of God, the, the blessings have come and gone, but they are still waiting. Oh, yes. The blessings they are waiting for just passed by them. But they thought that, no, I'm expecting it in this way. When you look into the Bible, you notice that the God blessed different people different ways. Take, for instance, uh, Jacob and uh, uh, Esau, or Jacob and even Isaac. Isaac was the guy who his father had to organize even a wife for, for, for him. How many remember? Yeah, Eliezer was sent to go into a place to look for a wife for Isaac. And Bible says, Abraham, he gave all his children gifts, but all the blessings, the rest of the blessings, he gave it to Isaac, and he sent the other people away. That is how God blessed Isaac. Because Isaac is not somebody who will allow himself for an old man who is weak, who is very uh, weak, to bind him, put him on a, a, a firewood, take a knife. He is stronger than the... But there are people like that. They, they understand. There are people that they don't do anything, but whatever they say, is that they, they don't do. I mean, when you say, sit here, I'm coming. If you don't come, they wouldn't even come and tell that I'm still waiting. They wait until you come. But that was not Jacob. Jacob, no, 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 no. God provides. So Jacob was not waiting for Isaac, his father, to die. So that he will inherit his. No, 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 Jacob. He is this uh, Apache. You know what uh, Apache is? <laughs> Scully, a, a confident trickster. A confident trickster who is able to, I mean, scheme. He's a schemer. Jacob is not an Isaac. Jacob is not an Isaac that is waiting for you. Come. No, 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 no. He has words. He can wrap you. He, the guy can rap, he can 
bargain he can negotiate. You see, so you need to know how God has provided for you. So Jacob did not wait for his father to die or his father's inheritance. He negotiated his way to have a wife. When he was cheated, he said, no, I need that wife. He was, can you believe that he was talking to? He said, no, this is not the wife I, I, I asked for. The actual one is this. And he made an arrangement to get the actual wife. Before he noticed, he had two wives. Hey! What kind of person is this? His brother was hungry. His brother was hungry before the brother could say, Jack, the guy had taken his, his bed rights. He said, if I will give you that, the guy knew how to get things. Do you understand? Yeah, and he noticed that his skill, his talent, what God has given him, his, his negotiation abilities, his power to um, win. Convict. A wild guy. If you joke, he will sell you your own things. <laughs> Jacob was a wild guy. Need, look, read the Bible. You don't hear the Bible saying that uh, Isaac gave all his inheritance to him. No, no, no. Jacob, he said, I have he told Laban, I labored for 20 years. 20 years I have worked for me to get what I have. Day and night. But as for Isaac, he was waiting patiently in the house. If the father has not taught her about him getting married, oh, by now he will not be married. <laughs> he will not be. He was getting old. He was dead. So the father had to write and say, you know what? This is my son. If I don't get a wife for him, he is not going to get married. There are people like that also in the church. Good people. But you notice that if you don't rise up as a pastor to look for a job for them, look for a marriage for them, they will be there. Uh, they, they, yeah, faithfully there. <laughs> faithfully there, not moving. Steadfast, unmovable, always abounding. <laughs> Hallelujah. And that is what I'm talking about. Know how God is providing for you. Sometimes God is providing for you through even your beauty. Yeah. Sometimes God is providing for you through the skill. You are a canon. Like David. He had the opportunity to live in a palace because he was a canon player. When we, they were looking for somebody who can play instrument, they said, David, what has God given you? See how the harvest come. Sometimes it's your beauty. Some people need to be reminded in order to smile. Oh, yes. They can't smile naturally. It's like it's a chore. It's something that they need to intentionally be reminded. They see that they are smiling. And there are people that they smile, oh, every day. And sometimes it's also disturbing that, ah. How can you be smiling every day? It's nothing on your mind. Is there nothing serious? On your mind that, but God has made us all different. So see, see, see what God has made you. Some of you, you take math now. You, you, you say, hey, what is happening here? Other person sees math. Other person, when you take a book, you can read a big book within few hours. Another person will be on one page. Backtracking, he's reading one paragraph. He said, what are they saying? 
What is happening over here? See how God provides. Hallelujah. I say, see how God provides. Because if you don't see how God provides, God will provide for you, but you will still be waiting. Even the Rastaman, Bob Marley, he said, in the abundance of food, uh, of water, the food will be tasty. Hallelujah. What am I saying? Sometimes your blessing comes early. Joseph had to go and interpret a dream of Pharaoh. There was seven years of abundance coming, and after that seven years, there was going to be famine. But he did not know that God has provided. You see, many of us, that is how life is. You may think that life will be this good forever. Tell somebody you will not be beautiful forever. At a time, you need to accept the one who is proposing to you because I'm, I'm telling you. Before you notice, no, without any provocation, there is a gutter. I mean, you, when, it's not like you are angry or you want to squeeze. It's not like you want to squeeze, but when you look at yourself in the mirror, say, hey, what is happening now? You look at yourself, you see that the smoothness of your face is going away. Your face used to be very smooth. Now it's as though you have put gravels over there. You can see that, hey, you are changing gradually. So you need to know. So Joseph told, told Pharaoh, if you think God has not provided for you, you are making a mistake. Have a way of saving the seven years of abundance, the, the plenty that is going to come for seven years. Have a way of uh, storing some because after it, there's going to be a bad time for seven years. Such like that you wouldn't even remember that you have worked before. You wouldn't even remember that you used to eat in a restaurant. Things are going to be so hard that you will even not imagine that all, you, of all people, is left with your one shoe. You are doing wash and wear. Say, save, save. He told him that abundance will not last forever. Must be seven years. Many people think that they will be beautiful forever. When they went out, seven or eight people will Caught them every day. When they are going, you say, tss, tss, tss. They, then they are confused. They don't know where to turn. But now, even they are, they are trying to, they are trying to. They are trying to tell the brother, Charlie, can't you see me? They actually want to say to the brother, if you dare say anything, I will say yes. Just speak. Just speak. And the brother is not speaking. Meanwhile, things used to be every day they have different letters. WhatsApp, Instagram, different voice notes. And you'll be laughing at the brothers. <laughs> hey. Know how God. You know, sometimes God provides. You couldn't even, God provide through your beauty. Yeah. You couldn't do math. You couldn't do science. You couldn't do accounting. Uh, do you understand? But your beauty is letting somebody take interest in you. See how God is provided. God is providing through your skill. See how God is providing. 
God is providing true. Even the church, some of you, God has provided for you through the church. You've come to know people who you sit, you, you sleep free of charge, not because of your mother or your father, but somebody you met in church has become your roommate. You are paying that. You eat free. See how God provides. Hallelujah. You need to see how God provides. You need to see how God provides. One day, one of the leaders in church said, Pastor, I don't know how I would have gone to all these international countries. But by being in church, I have been here then. The person started mentioning the countries that the person said, I have a passport. I've been to here. He was counting. I've been to Ghana. I've been to Botswana. I've been to Namibia. I've been to different, different places. I'm international. I'm no longer a local girl. What a blessing. Hallelujah. Yeah. So see how God provides. If you don't see it, you'll be waiting. You'll be waiting. And the last thing I want to say to you is who God has made you is higher than what you have learned in school. Yeah. Yeah. Who God has made you, the gift and the talents that God has put is, is definitely better and higher than what you have learned. <laughs> yeah. Read your Bible. See that the Bible talks about a, a temperament. Said so there's a generation, then it defined. There are people who are like this. There are people who are, there are things that God has embedded in you. It is, you cannot learn enough to eradicate it. It will still be there. Hallelujah. So accept and see how God provides. Amen. And when you do, you will be blessed. Hallelujah. Okay, take your offering, take your tithe, take your seed, and let us pray over it. And as we give, my prayer is that every one of us, you will see, you will see practically how God provides. You will not be ignorant about it. When God is providing through a family uh, member, you will see it. You acknowledge it. When God is providing through uh, a friend, you will know it. When God is providing through your employers, you will know it. Is God giving you a harvest through your skill? Is God giving you a harvest through something? You don't even understand why God is using this particular thing to provide for you. But I pray in the name of Jesus that we will not be ignorant of how God is bringing us the harvest. That whatever, listen to me, the Bible says our ways are not his ways. Our thoughts are not his thoughts. As far as the heaven is from the earth, so are his ways and so are his thoughts. So don't choose a definite way that if God doesn't come through this way. Many people think that they are going to prosper through their employers. God may have a different... Yeah? Yeah? I am blessed to be... I train as an accountant. But I have worked as an accountant for 10 years. I'm no longer practicing accounting. I can practice it. If you, like, put me behind a table, I will be like a fish in water. But I have to give up accounting and begin to be a preacher. I have to accept it. I don't know what you have done and what you are doing and what God will have you to do. If you are too rigid, you cannot. 
Take your offering, take your tithe. Everyone in this church, everybody pay tithe. Tell that person, are you the only one who don't pay tithe in this church? Okay, so take your tithe, take your offering, and take your seat, and let's pray. Pray over it, the Lord, as I sow this seed, may I see how the harvest is coming in the name of Jesus. Father, I pray, oh yes, for all of us, according to your word, seed time and harvest will never cease, Lord. I pray for every single person. Lord, open our eyes to what you are providing for us, to the harvest, oh yes, that you are giving us. Some of us, oh God, we have defined our own harvest. But Lord, I pray that you give us what it takes to look beyond our own ideas and accept your wisdom. For your ways are not our ways. My God, I pray that provision, your blessings, oh yes, oh God, uh, your increase uh, will be real in our lives. Father, thank you that our bank accounts will not be empty. Thank you, God, that we will have more than money. We will be the head and not the tail. Lord, I pray for constant supply. Let the supply not cease. Give us, oh God, favor before our bosses, favor before our parents. Some of us, may our parents leave their inheritance like Isaac. Let all that our parents have, let it be given unto us. And some of us, like Jacob, give us skill, negotiation power, an ability and a skill. Oh, yes, to, to, to be profitable in business. Give us business acumen. May we excel. May we do well. Some of us, give us the ability to write programs, to develop apps, to be computer gurus, and to become people, engineers, inventors. Lord, I pray. In the name of Jesus, that we will see, that we will know how our harvest is coming. Thank you. Thank you for your word. Thank you for your truth. And thank you for what you've done. Lord, according to your word, open the windows of heaven. That your blessings, oh yes, cannot be contained even in our warehouse. And according to your word, cause men to give back unto us. Press down, shaking together and running over. Lord, oh God. We receive, oh yes, that our joy will be full. You said it, that as we honor you, you will also honor us. Please rebuke the devourer for our sake. Remember our tithe, remember our seed, our offering, Lord. We give because of your word. In the name of Jesus, amen. Amen. Please send it to the church account and ashes. Also go around, those who are giving physically, go out. God bless you. God bless you. Hallelujah. Energy. Welcome to Jesus Encounter Service. Amen. The Bible says in Mark chapter 16, verse 15, and Jesus said unto them, Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Amen. Last week, our pastor preached so powerfully about the seed of soul winning. And the person I'm about to introduce in front, he has been doing ministry in Ghana. He's been doing ministry in the UK. And now he's here in South Africa. Put your hands together and let's welcome Bishop Shabbat. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Shabbat. Hallelujah. Barak. Praise the Lord. Shabbat. Hallelujah. Barak. Praise the Lord. Shabbat. Hallelujah. Barak. Praise the Lord. 
Please lift your hands with me to the Lord. Lift your hand and begin to thank him. Begin to thank him. Say something wonderful. Tell him, Lord, I love you. I love you. I need understanding heart. May your word come to me this uh, morning. May I not be the same because I came. Holy Spirit of God, have your way. Oh, somebody go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Man shante le ma ande ande. Motaba kabaya moroshe elima ande. Andia mosote santele. Mokaba kabanda riando roshi kibande. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, we thank you. We bless you. Oh, yes, we give you all the glory. Here we are. Oh, yes, in the very first Sunday of March. Thank you for the third month. Thank you for January. Thank you for February. And thank you for the privilege to see another month. We don't take it for granted, Lord. We say to you be the glory, to you be the honor, the praise and adoration. Holy Spirit of God, have your way. Let your will be done. And above all, I pray that, Lord, the spirit of understanding will be our portion. May we receive from your hand. May we not be the same because we came. We thank you and we bless you in Jesus' mighty name. And all the saints shall shout and say, Amen. Hallelujah. Somebody put your hands together. And please be seated in heavenly places. Wow. Well, we've been sharing and talking about um, how you can become a strong Christian. And from the beginning of the year, we've been uh, talking and teaching about the seeds that you need to sow. Is that not it? Seed time and harvest. But today I want to introduce a very powerful book that I will be sharing from Make Yourself Saviors of Men. <laughs> Hallelujah. Make Yourself Saviors of Men. Amen. Amen. Okay, so you are, tell somebody I'm a savior of man. And tell another person I'm going to be a savior of men. Hallelujah. Amen. This is an important book that everybody should have. If you don't have it, I don't know how many percent of your life is uh, gone because you need to have this book, okay? So uh, do, how many do we have? After, let's uh, get it, see our sisters, Sibu, uh, Busi, and all those who can help us to get it. Amen. Amen. It's very important. Hallelujah. Amen. Because this is the essence of our Christianity. You need to become a savior of man. So, hey, Pastor, are you sure? Yes, I'm sure. Jesus is the savior of the world. Jesus is the savior of the world. Hallelujah. Yeah, he came to save the world. And he has also committed unto us a duty that we should also do. We should save men. Hallelujah. At the end of the day, you notice that that is what will happen. That is what your examination questions will be about. This is the reason why we all use past questions. 
a very good way of being a good student is always learn with a past questions. Past questions are able to help you to know the likely questions that are going to come. Are you there? Yeah. Past questions are going to really help you. Most teachers, don't tell anybody I told you, most teachers are, are tired. Most lecturers are busy, they are tired. They don't have the time to set new questions. So they are always taking one question from uh, uh, 2018. They pick one question and change the name. You get it? And they will pick another question. If they need five questions, one is going to come from 2018. Then two may come from 2019. Another one from 2020. Then the rest, 2021. Then before you notice, if only you had been going through past questions, it would be like you are doing a homework in an exams. Before you notice, you have 97. But you don't use past questions. You know, when God created Adam and Eve, okay, he gave them a work. Listen carefully. Because this is the introduction. When you get it, when you get it, that is all. We will go through the, because today is just the intro. I'm introducing it, then we'll begin to talk about it. So God created man to fellowship with us. Yeah, to, to read the Bible. You see in Revelation, the Bible says he created all things for his pleasure. So God created us that he will come, okay, and fellowship with us. That's what the Bible talks about in the cool of the day. God will come and fellowship with Adam. And, you know, Adam did not have a helpmate. So God created a helpmate for God gave me a work to do, to be happy in the garden. But something happened to God's creation. The plan of God for mankind was changed because of the fall of man. Even marriage was not for the fallen man. The reason why there are a lot of problems in marriage is that marriage was actually introduced when man had not fallen. So we could love better and more perfectly. Do, do you understand? Yeah, after the fall, you notice that it's not the same. So many things have been changed. You get it. So when you see the role and the work that God gave Adam, he said, keep the garden, till it, keep it, and give him a wife. That should tell you what Adam was supposed to do. Now, the Bible talks about Jesus as the second Adam. And when the second Adam came, it was not in a garden that he was supposed to keep until. Jesus himself declares it in Luke chapter 19, verse number 10. He said, the son of man has come to seek and to save the lost. So the first Adam was to be in a garden. But the second Adam, whom we have taken after, we are to seek and to save the lost. Hello? Is it, is it okay? Yeah, so you need to know our purpose. We need to, so now being a Christian is not just like being an Adam in the garden, just worshiping God, praising God, and being with God. The second Adam had to sing. You know, before he went to the cross, Bible said that when they had taken 
the communion, his body, he, they sang hymns. But in addition to the hymns and all that, now man has fallen. So the main purpose of the second Adam was to restore man. In addition to uh, worshiping, praising, thanking God and all that, the main purpose is to help in the restoration. So the Bible said the son of man came to seek and to save the lost. In Matthew chapter 1, verse number 20, 21, it said he came to save us from our sins. Hallelujah. Are you there? So it's very, very important for us to know what life is about and why we are here. Because soon and very soon, look at what is happening in the world. Somebody is in his country, another, it's like the Stone Age. Another person said that, look, I, I am coming after you. And many people have died. Russia invaded, or the invasion is, is on. It's not passed at all. As you are talking, people have become refugees. They, they were in their own homes, in their own country, working, family, everything nice. They woke up one day and they are refugees. They need to run away from their own country for no sin, no evil that they have done. Somebody says that I don't want you to talk to anybody. That you should be part of me. Hey! It's very well. And it's using power, military power, bombing, different things to destroy and it's not like a joke. People are dying. As you are talking, thousands of people are dying. And it only goes to confirm the words of Jesus that in the end, when they ask, what shall be the signs of the end? In Matthew chapter 24, it says in the end, nations will rise against nations. A nation will rise against a nation. Do you understand? Just like how you are going and a scholar comes against you. Now it's not a person to a nation against a nation. Yeah, it's very wild. And already he's warned uh, Finland and uh, Sweden that if you don't know and you uh, come into what is happening, it's going to be a nuclear war. It's, 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 and you can see that man has not made anything that he did not use. When they made the atomic bomb, they used it. And the nuclear bombs that people are sitting on, if they are going to use it, it's not a simple thing. That so you need to know where you are going and be ready. Amen. Not in a, a fearful or frightened way, but you don't need to be afraid of death. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah. To us as Christians, we die even to live. Your actual life begins when this temple is put down. The actual you is in this container. Hallelujah. Amen. That is the reason for what we do. That is the reason for keeping ourselves. That is the reason for moving around. Doing all that we do that people will be laughing at us. Because we have another world in view. Hallelujah. Had they not been that, we will be most to be pitied. Are you here? So I want to encourage you that we are in the end time. We are in the end time. The biblical prophecies are being fulfilled. And it is time for you to 
rise up as a Christian to fulfill the mandate that God has given you. If not, soon and very soon, we will cross over to the other side and you will not be happy you did not use your life the way God intended it to be. So please, please, in all you're doing, be a savior of man. Hallelujah. Go about your family members, your children, your, your, your mother, your auntie, your grandparents, all the people who are close to you. Please make sure they have salvation. Don't just be buying airtime for people. Don't just be buying uh, weevon and wigs for your children when you don't know their salvation. Don't allow your parents to spend so much on you and you are not caring about them. Some of us are born again. We are saved, but our parents are not. Please, by this teaching, this book, the whole book is about the Great Commission. The whole book is about the Great Commission. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So that is the introduction. So we'll go into it quickly and we'll be out of here. Say amen. Amen. So Obadiah. Yeah. You are asking, is it the name of somebody's daughter? Yeah. It's a book in the Bible. Obadiah is not in church today, you see. Obadiah, chapter one. It's only one chapter. Can you believe that God raised a prophet just to speak about the judgment that is to come? He just gave a prophecy. All that he did was to tell what God was saying. One chapter. Then he was finished. Amen. Obadiah chapter 1. I'm going to read from verse number uh, 16. Verse number 16. Is it in your Bible? Okay. If you are there, say amen. If you are not, they say wait for me. Okay, I'm waiting. Obadiah 1, I'm reading from verse number 16. The Bible says, For as ye have drunk upon my holy mountain, so shall all the heathen drink continually. Yea, they shall drink and they shall swallow down and they shall be as though they had not been. Are you there? Say they will drink and they will swallow down, but it will be as though they had not been. Verse 17. But upon Mount Zion, tell somebody Mount Zion. But upon Mount Zion shall be deliverance, and there shall be holiness. And the house of Jacob shall possess their possessions. And the house of Jacob shall be a fire. And the house of Joseph a flame. And the house of Esau for stubble. And they shall kindle in them and devour them. And there shall not be any remaining of the house of Esau. For the Lord has spoken it. And they of the south shall possess the mount of Esau, and they of the plain, the Philistines, and they shall possess the fields of Ephraim and the fields of Samaria, and Benjamin shall possess Gilead. 
20, and the captivity of these hosts of the children of Israel shall possess that of the Canaanites, even unto Zarephath, and the captivity of Jerusalem, which is in Separat, shall possess the cities of the south. Verse number 21, can we read it together? One, go. And saviors shall come upon Mount Zion to judge the Mount of Esau, and the kingdom shall be the Lord's. Hallelujah. Let's check it again. Verse number 21. One, go. And saviors shall come upon Mount Zion to judge the Mount of Esau, and the kingdom shall be the Lord's. Hallelujah. I'm very sure that we have all heard about Mount Zion, Mount Zion, Mount Zion, Esau, and all that, but often we don't know what it represents and what it means. Hallelujah. So it begins by talking about a judgment that is to come. The judgment that is going to come, and it says that the house of Jacob will possess their possessions, and it says Jacob will be a fire, and Joseph will be a flame, and the flame is going to burn uh, Esau or Edom. Hallelujah. Then the last verse, it talks about something wonderful. But as he's talking about it, okay, as he talks about a judgment that is going to come, the burning, how many have heard that hell, there's a burning fire and all that? Okay. Now it comes down to uh, conclude, to say that, and there shall be what? Saviors or deliverers. So before judgment, Hello? Always, you notice that before judgment, God always, you know, you are not examined on what you are not taught. It's after you are taught that examination comes. Is that not it? That's what the Bible says, that without the law, there's no sin. It is the presence, the introduction of law that brings a sin. There are offenses that people are committing. But it's not an offense until there's a law to tell us that if you do this, it is wrong. Then when you do it, it becomes a sin. How many understand? So before the judgment and all these things, Bible talks about the fact that there will be saviors. Not a savior. Jesus is the savior of the world. But over here, the Bible says that, and saviors, plural, saviors shall come up on Mount Zion. Hallelujah. It's talking about what? Saviors. So it's not talking about Jesus. It's talking about saviors. 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 And saviors shall come up on Mount Zion to judge the Mount of Esau. What is Mount Zion? What is Mount Zion is the church. In fact, if you go to Israel now and you ask them, I see you going to Israel one day. Yeah. You'll be there just to look around and to understand the Bible better. They cannot pinpoint what is Mount Zion. When you go to Israel, there's no place called Mount Zion. Because Mount Zion is not a, a place. The Bible refers to as the spiritual Jerusalem. We have the physical Jerusalem, we have the spiritual Jerusalem. Are you getting it? So Mount Zion is not a place that is in Israel. Mount Zion refers to the church. Hallelujah. It refers to the church. And when the Bible talks about Esau, who 
knows Esau and what is Esau known for? You see it in Hebrews chapter 12. Hebrews chapter 12. Can we go there? Okay, Hebrews chapter 12. Let's read from verse number 14. Quickly, quickly. We are closing in some few minutes. It's just the introduction. So there shall be saviors upon Zion. And they say the savior, they shall judge Esau. Who is Esau? In the Bible, let's see who Esau is. Okay, so the Bible says, follow peace with all men and holiness, without which no man shall see the Lord. Can I have somebody's uh, Bible to read here? I don't want to be turned. Verse number 15. Looking diligently, lest any... I don't remember the last time I used... I use my King uh, uh, Dick's Bible, but this one, let me use the iPad. Okay. Looking diligently, lest any man fail of the grace of God. You get it? So it starts by saying that we should follow what? Peace with all men, and without peace and holiness, no one will be able to see the Lord. Say amen. amen. It means let it be so. Or it shall be so. So you yourself, you are saying that you are going to be holy and you are going to be peaceful. Without it, you can't see the Lord. Is that what you are saying? Before you say amen, you should understand what you are saying amen to. <laughs> because it's a requirement to see the Lord. If you are going to see the Lord, you need to be peaceful and you need to be holy. Holy means special. Okay, looking diligently. Say, look diligently, lest any man fail of the grace of God, lest any root of bitterness springing up trouble you, and thereby many be defiled. In other words, when you don't look diligently, when you are not careful, I was teaching last Saturday somewhere, and I said that anytime you are offended, don't brush it aspire. When you are offended, a powerful spiritual attack has happened to you. You can go to hell. If you don't take time. Offense, when it's not healed, it degenerates into uh, malice and bitterness and unforgiveness. So don't just say, oh, I'm not happy, I'm hurt. No, I'm offended. Offense is a very supernatural evil presence. So when you are offended, you can be cut off. So when you get offended, it's better even to check yourself into a retreat and pray to come out. That move around as though nothing has happened. Because offense can degenerate and before you notice, you'll be cut off. And that's what the Bible is saying over here. You can uh, uh, feel, the grace of God can feel concerning you. Lest any root of bitterness springing up trouble you and thereby many be defiled. 16. Lest there be any fornicator or profane person as Esau. That's why we are here. The Bible says, lest there will be a fornicator or a profane person as Esau, who for one muzzle of meat sold his birthright. Hallelujah. For one muzzle of meat, he sold his birthright. So the Bible says a fornicator and profane. The word fornicator and profane is the Greek word uh, uh, or the Hebrew word bebelos. Bebelos. 
Say bebelos. It means despises of sacred things. People who despise things that are holy. People who despise godly things. Do you understand? Your godly anointed body, you don't respect it and you are fornicating with it. Do you understand? That's what the Bible said. God will destroy those who destroy their body. Because God gave you the body. God gave you what you have. Profane person. Bebelos. A despiser of sacred. Something that is holy. That is precious. There are people who even go to church to sleep with people in church. These are people who are not afraid. If in Nigeria, armed robbers, when they see that you're a pastor, they don't touch you. But in some countries, even thieves attack pastors. Some armed robbers are even uh, godly. Say that, oh, he's a pastor, let him go. (laughs) (laughs) He's a pastor. Pastor, pray for us so that they won't catch us. (laughs) You go. In some places, they were, I'm telling you, they are godly. It's like they don't want to have any problem with God. We know we are doing something bad. Do you remember the two chiefs on the, on, on the cross? One said, that, Look, don't, are, you, are you not afraid to talk to a holy man? We are chiefs. We are here for what we have done wrong. This man is a holy man. Oh, one girl, no, go away. Let me tell him something. If he's the son of God, you should uh, uh, release himself, then he can help us. Bible said that, look, the other one who said to the Lord, Lord, if you enter into thy kingdom, remember me. The Lord said that tonight you shall be with me. He made a way for him. Hallelujah. So what are we saying over here? Bible says we should be careful. We should look diligently and we should not fail of the grace of God. And we should not allow bitterness to spring up in us so that we will not be troubled. And we will not be defiled. And it also says that we should be careful so that we will not become fornicators and profane people as Esau was. Hello? Esau was a profane, was a bebelos. 17, Bible says, 16, he sold his birthright. 17, 4. Ye know how that afterward, when he would have inherited the blessing. He was rejected, for he found no place of repentance, though he sought it carefully with tears. Afterwards, he was crying. He lost. He took a boyfriend and came out of church. He exchanged his salvation for employment because of a streetwise three. He, 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 he came out of the choir. Something. He despises bad rights. And Bible says, afterward, he sought it, he regretted, but with tears, but it was too late. That is how come we read about, uh, what do you call it, uh, Jacob, the 12 tribes of Israel. It was supposed to be Esau. He was the firstborn, but he despised. You are born again, you are in church, and sometimes we despise what God has given us. And this is not what I'm talking about. We are here to see who Esau is. Because the Bible says that and saviors, saviors, okay, shall arise on Mount Zion. And the saviors shall judge 
the uh, house of Esau. And the Esau that they are talking about, you read in the Bible, and the Esau is the fornicator and the profane person, the bebelos, the despiser of the sacred thing. Somebody who doesn't want to remain godly. Somebody who doesn't want to remain who he is or who she is as a believer. Somebody who doesn't want to retain the knowledge of God. Bible says, saviors of men, you become a savior and you will judge such people. Yeah, and saviors shall come up on Mount Zion to judge the mount of Esau. Okay? Yeah. And the kingdom shall be the Lord's. So you notice that you are not just supposed to be in a, in a church and be happy, but you are supposed to become a savior, yes. a deliverer. In fact, other translations says a deliverer. Many deliverers will arise up. Hallelujah. Amen. So God has called us to be deliverers. You go and deliver your family. You go and deliver your, 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 your friends. You go and save your community. You go and save your country. You go and save. There are people who you are supposed to save. Hallelujah. Are you here? That's what I'm talking about. Make yourself saviors of men. Because that is the calling. Saviors. And saviors shall come up on the mount. We are in the mount. Let's continue. Where are we? Verse number 18. For ye are come, for ye are not come. Listen carefully. Say ye are not come unto the mount that might. Ye are not come unto the mount that might be touched. Okay. And that burn with fire, nor unto blackness and darkness and uh, tempest. Nineteen, and the sound of a trumpet. And the voice of words, which voice they that had entreated, entreated that the word should not be spoken to them anymore. For they could not endure that which was commanded. And if so much, and in, if so much as a beast tied the mount, it shall be stoned or thrust through with a dart. It's talking about how. Uh, Moses, okay, appeared in the mount of uh, uh, the burning bush. Okay, that mount, they said that this is a holy place removed. And at a point when God was talking to them, there were tendons and, I mean, lightning. They were so afraid that they could not hear. All the people said to Moses that, you know what, you go and hear God and come and tell us. It is too dreadful. It's too terrifying to hear from God. At first, they wanted to hear from God. When God began to speak, they said, no, 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 no. It's too dreadful. And the Bible says that to the extent that anyone who want to even go to the mount, they would like to stone the person. 20, um, 21. And so terrible was the sight that Moses said, I exceedingly fear and quake. Even Moses was afraid. When he appeared on that mountain, verse number 22, Bible said, But ye are come unto Mount Zion. Hello? Bible said that you have not come to that mountain that Moses was afraid and quickening. The tender, the mount that cannot be touched, the, the fire 
Mm-hmm. The burning bush and angel, it was so terrible, it was frightening that many people couldn't even uh, dare to look. But now he says, you have come unto what? Mount Zion. Hallelujah. And unto the city of the living God. So this Mount Zion that the Bible is talking about, he said that Mount Zion is the city of the living God. Say amen. 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 Have you come to Mount Zion? So when you come to church, you have come to Mount Zion. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. You have come to Mount Zion, the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem, not the earthly one. Not the earthly Jerusalem, but the heavenly Jerusalem. And an innumerable company of angels. Okay, so when you come to church, there are angels all over. There are angels all over. You've come to Mount Zion, the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem, into an innumerable company of angels. To the general assembly. Can you believe it? The general assembly is not in UN. The general assembly is church. Hallelujah. (laughs) You have come to the general assembly. Oh, I like it. And the church of the firstborn. Who was the firstborn? Jesus. (laughs) The church of the firstborn, which is written in heaven. And to God, the judge of all. And to the spirit of just men made perfect. The spirit of just men. That is what church is. You see, you don't know what church is. That's why you come casually. When you are in church, you have come to Mount Zion, the city of the living God. You have come to the general assembly. You have come to the church of the firstborn. Hallelujah. You have joined innumerable company of angels. Hallelujah. And you have come to God, the judge of all. And to the spirit of just men made perfect. Now the saints, Paul, Peter, Abraham, all the people who have gone ahead of us. Sometimes, like Jesus said, he said, if you receive. He was talking about John the Baptist. He said, if you receive, that is Elijah. Do, do, you, do, do you remember Jesus' word? See, if you can take it, John the Baptist is Elijah. The spirit of Elijah has come upon John the Baptist. Sometimes you are in a church, but the spirit of just men made perfect can come upon you. You can operate like an Asian prophet. Hallelujah. May the anointing of an Asian prophet fall on you. Sometimes you look at your life, the way it's going. Look at the Bible. Who do you look like? Maybe your, your story is bad. But, you know, the, the spirit of just men made perfect. They were just men. They were not perfect. But when they died and they went to heaven, they were made perfect. That is why the Bible says that now when you come to church, the church where you are, it is also called, or oh, they are spirit of these people who have departed, who are now made perfect in Christ. Hallelujah. You've come to a general assembly. I like it. I want to be in church always. I want to join the innumerable company of angels. I want to be in the heavenly Jerusalem. I want to be in the church of the firstborn. I want to be. I want to be. I want to join the spirit of just men made perfect. 
Yeah, that's why you can have the anointing of Jonah coming over you. You can have the anointing of Paul coming over you. You can have the anointing of Abraham. You, you can do what they did because the spirit of just men made perfect will come over you. Amen. Amen. So, can we go back to Obadiah 1? All this is to explain the Obadiah scripture. So, Bible says, and Savior shall come up on what? Mount Zion. What is Mount Zion? The heaven, yeah. The church of the firstborn. The heavenly Jerusalem. Hallelujah. The general assembly. So when you come to church, this is where you have come. He said, and Savior shall come up on mount. So when you are in church, you are supposed to be a Savior. You are supposed to look at all the people that just made perfect. All of them, every one of them did something for God. Some took cities. Some fought for God. Some, I mean, I mean, how to uh, uh, close the jaws of lions. Some became renowned. Different things. That, that Bible said that this is the spirit that is upon the church. When you come to Mount Zion, this is where you have come to. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah. When you come to Mount Zion, when you come to the church, you come to the general assembly, you come to the, 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 the church of the firstborn, you have come to the judge of all. You've come to uh, where? The holy mountain. You have joined the innumerable company of angels. Hallelujah. And Bible says, and what will we do as saviors of men? To judge the mount of Esau, the profane, the idolater, the fornicator, the despiser of sacred things. So our, our work as saviors of men is to rise up and begin to help and to correct and to judge. You see that sometimes people say that uh, you are judging me. Even in the Bible, we are supposed to judge. We are supposed to judge Esau. And listen carefully. You don't, the Esau is different from the, Esau is supposed to be somebody who is already, okay, who is supposed to know God. Who has the best right? So when you are telling a Christian that if you don't stop this, you are going to lose your salvation. You are going to die. You cannot fornicate as a Christian. It's no judgment. Even if it's judgment, we are supposed to judge Esau. With the unbelievers, we will tell them about the love of Christ. I said with the unbelievers, those who are not Esau, we will tell them about the love of Christ. That the love of Christ will make them different. That Jesus loved them. He died to save them. And when you receive him, your life will be different. You will change. Hallelujah. Amen. But to the Esau's, those who were once your shepherd, your shepherd is now sleeping with you. You need to rise up and say, hey, 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 shepherd, what scripture are you fulfilling? What verse is this? No, 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 no. You are taking me to hell. I came to church to go to heaven. Look at where you are taking me now. If the rapture should happen, where will I be? Ask the shepherd. Are you there? If you don't ask him, he will not correct what he is doing. It's very, very important for you to rise up. If you don't rise up, you notice that, look, you'll be in church, but nothing will change about you. We are supposed to be saviors of men. Hallelujah. 
a man by name William Booth. How many know and have heard of William Booth? William Booth is the one who started, when you go to London, his statue is there. He started a salvation army. And we are going to talk about him maybe next week. He had a vision. He had a vision, and in the vision, he died. And when he ended up in heaven, he regretted. He said he, he, he wanted, he thought that it was over. He wanted the opportunity to come back to live for Christ. He said he had been a good Christian. He had served in the church, done everything, but he did not live totally for Christ. But when he died, one of the questions said, three people came to him. Said there was, what happened? Said before he came, it was like it was announced in heaven, a certain district in heaven, that this person is coming. So when he got there, most of the people over there knew that he was coming. So somebody had a permission to talk to him. So the person came, stood by him, and said that your neighbor, who happens to be my son, he's been entrusted to you to bring that person to heaven. And you've not spoken to him. Hey! It wasn't easy. There were people that the whole heaven were cheering and expecting. He was the one to save those people. And he had not spoken to them. He had not said anything about them. So he said the regret that he had was more than he could even understand. He said he wished he could come back to, to redo whatever he, he, he has to do to live again his life so that he can live only for Christ. And to summarize it, said as they, they were talking, the, the, the Lord, the king, with other renowned men came and he gave him an opportunity. He said, go and be a savior of men. So when he came, that is when he, he, he started the salvation army. When you look at the Salvation Army today, they don't even save anybody. The Salvation Army today, they are doing soup, kitchen or chicken soup or something. But the founder started because of the revelation. So he gathered all the churches and said, no, 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 no. We are army of the Lord. We are armies that are saving. It's a Salvation Army. So every church member became a savior. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah, that is why he started Salvation Army. So the church became the army just to save people. Said so there is no reason. There is no reason for the church to do anything than to save men. That is the whole purpose. That is the whole purpose. That is the whole purpose. Are you here? Yeah. I need you to also say in your hand that you you become a savior, a deliverer of men. Hallelujah. Yeah. Without it, one day we will regret, but it will be too late. Brothers and sisters, there is nothing. Look at what is happening in the world. Look at what is happening in the world. It is more than we can comprehend. How can one man destroy so much? But the Bible has said it. You know, when the uh, Americans 
launched the atomic uh, bomb in Japan, Hiroshima, and Nagasaki. Some people evaporated. Not that they died. The heat. Do, do you understand? Over 40,000 people were not seen. That is atomic bombs. They, they, they evaporated. It's like they melt away with the bones and everything, the chemical reaction. People, yeah. And the things that they are talking about is more than 30 times. More than 30 times. And it is said that when an atomic bomb or a nuclear bomb falls in a place, about it, yeah, in one second, in one second, 80,000 people can disappear. Not that I will die. You will not see them. And th this is the world that we are in now. So all I can say that let's be godly men and women. Let's be saviors of men. Let the purpose of our salvation be before us. Let's not forget about the fact that we have a place to go. Even if you want to be 120 years, at the end of 120, there's a place to go. Are you here? All the little, little visions that we have, some of us, the only thing you want is a, an Audi or VWGT, some vision that is not allowing you to serve God. God will give you all those things by being a savior of man. Hallelujah. Yeah, join the salvation army. That's why when we see our, our, our uh, grace, we say that one man, one, one person, one bus. One member, one bus. Every member, you should have a bus of souls that are going to heaven because of you. Do something. Your family, who are the people who are close to you? Matthew chapter 28, verse 18 and 19, as we end. Matthew chapter, and Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, all power in heaven is given unto me. Okay, all power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Go ye, therefore, and preach to all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. So that is the great commission. And the weight of a diamond, this is the last words that Jesus spoke. You know, one pastor, one of our pastors died some time ago. And he was from this uh, family who believe in traditions. You know that they have a family that they, they are very traditional. When something happens, they need to look for uh, uh, the, the heart of uh, 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 an aunt. Really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, different, different things. They need to bring this, they need to bring this. Include, yeah, they need the intestine of uh, what the house fly to do. Many, many things that. But a guy became born again, he's a pastor, but he knows that when, you know, some places they love the dead and they have rituals. But when he was dying, he called his son. And say, she'll bring uh, a recorder. I want to say something to him. So he brought it and he recorded. He said something to the family. He said, when I die, he spoke so many things. So when he died finally, and they were doing the funeral, hey, 
the things that they wanted to do. So the son said, that, please, my daddy made me recall something that he wants you to hear. Then they played. When they played it, do you, do you want to hear what he said? Yeah. He said, I know I'm going to die. I don't know when, but when I die, I don't want my family to have anything to do with my body. Hand over my body to Bishop Dark Hayward Mills and the bishops, whatever they decide. And wherever they will bury me, whatever, that my body should be given to them. I don't want any uh, thing as I'm dead and gone. You are coming to uh, 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 do things to me that I don't even know what it is. I don't want any handover. Hey. So the family <laughs> said, you know, the weight of a dying man, even if you are traditionalist, even if you are herbalist, you will be afraid to go against the weight of a dying man. Rome, uh, Matthew 28, 20 is the weight of a dying man. Somebody was dying. Somebody who was dying. He did not record that they should hand over his body. He said, go ye, go ye, go ye, the weight of a dying man. Don't joke with it. If you are dying, you will not say that, you will not tell even your children that they should learn how to iron their dress, they should eat. No, no, you will say what is important. When Jesus was about to die, say, go ye, go ye into all the world and preach the gospel unto every creature, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. The weight of a dying man is very important. When somebody is dying, you see, uh, there was a plane that also uh, crashed some time ago. But before the plane crashed, the plane was, I mean, it lost control. It was all over the place, going up and there. And inside the plane, people started pooping on themselves. So when you know that you are going to die, it's not nice. I, I don't know. Yeah, that's why somebody who have HIV will be nice. The day he hears that he has HIV, you see that the next day he shrank. The thought of it. <laughs> One lady was asked to go and do a test. She said, Pastor, I, don't, I will do it, but they shouldn't tell me the results. I'm okay. I said, why? I said, no, 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 no. If I know the results, I, I may not do well. I said, I understand. <laughs> but this plane was going up and coming all over the place. They had almost an hour before the, finally the uh, plane crashed. And people wrote letters. People wrote letters. What do you think they were writing? Their last words. They were not telling them the food to eat. They were giving important instruction. Yeah, some wrote on paper, put it in their bodies. Only two people survived. People gave passwords of manners and gave secrets that people did not know. The last weight of a diamond, don't take it for granted because he would never have a voice again. It's going. He will never have a voice again. So whatever they say is very important. How many think that whatever, if you, you know that tomorrow is your last day, tonight, whatever you will say, won't it be important? You will not find a way who you want to fight with or say that you should iron your dress well before, eat before you go brush your teeth. No, you will say what is important. And when we read the Matthew 28, see the, the, the weights of a diamond when Jesus was living. This is what he said. 
He said, go ye, hallelujah, go ye into all the world. And that is the words that we have termed the great commission or the last command, the great commission. The com- we are all commissioned to go, hallelujah. Tell somebody we are supposed to go into everywhere. Ask the person, have you gone to your family? Are your parents born again? What about your siblings? Are you the only one going to heaven? Ask the person, how will you feel in heaven without all your siblings? How will you feel without your parents? Tell the person, make yourself saviors of men. And as you do, God will bless you. Tell the person, I am a savior. If you are not sure of your salvation, I can even help you. Now, now, now. Tell the person, I am in the Mount Zion. The church of the firstborn. The heavenly Jerusalem. The, 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 the living God is here with us. And the spirit of judgment made perfect. I'm supposed to judge if you are a Christian. Tell the person, I don't know you well. But the way you look, I think that you go to heaven. But if you doubt, I am here to help you. Hallelujah. Saviors of men. Anytime you speak to somebody, be sure the person is going to heaven. Anytime you talk to someone, make sure the person will be in heaven. That is the most important thing you can. What is the use in giving people money? Giving them food, giving them dress, helping them everywhere, and they will not end up in heaven. You have missed an opportunity. Any opportunity, you, you sit in a car with somebody by you, witness to the person. You are in plane with somebody by you, witness to the person. You are at work, your fellow worker, witness to the person. You are in school, witness to the person. At the work, wherever you are, you are the savior. Hallelujah. You are the deliverer. Because of you, many will go to heaven. You are going to be a savior of man. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Lift your right hand and say, I am a savior. I am a savior. I am a savior of man. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Stand to your feet. Father, we thank you. We bless you. For your word this afternoon, may we not be the same because we came. Help us to be saviors of men, to deliver many, to bring them, to help them. Just as you have saved us, may many also be saved. Thank you for the people you used in saving us. Thank you for the people who witnessed to us. Lord, it's our turn and it's our time. Help us. Help us to be saviors of men. Help us, Lord. Lord, we call on you. That your last word, the the, the weight of a dying man, the last command and the great command, oh yes, the commission will not be in vain. May our lives, oh, be lived to please you in all we do. Thank you for all you provided, but it's not about fame, it's not about money, it's not about houses, it's about doing your will and doing your purpose. 
We thank you and we bless you in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. All eyes closed at this point. Close your eyes with me. Maybe somebody invited you. Maybe you've been coming to church, but you have not accepted Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. He will save you. He will save you. And in turn, you also become a Savior of men. You want to say, Lord Jesus, I accept you. I want to live my life for you. I want to follow you all my life. Please, wash me and cleanse me with your blood. I don't want to die in my sins. Oh, yes, help me, Lord. If this is what you are saying, you want to say, Pastor, pray with me and pray for me. I want to be born again. Oh, I, I don't even understand a lot of the terms, but all I want is that I will not be in hell. All I want is that when this life is over, I will be in heaven. If this is what you are saying, close your eyes wherever you are and lift only your right hand and I'll pray with you. Stand wherever you are, only your right hand, lift it. Lift it to the Lord. Thank you. Jesus said, those who will deny me on this earth, on that day I will also deny you. You cannot deny Jesus. Don't deny him. Acknowledge him. Lift only your right hand and we will pray. Stand wherever you are with your right hand lifted high above your head. God bless you. God bless you. I see your hand lifted. I see keep it lifted. Father, behold every hand that is lifted. May the grace of God that brings salvation appear unto us. In the name of Jesus. Now, please, with your hands lifted, I need you to move and come to me. My sister, come. My brother, come. You lifted your hand. Come to me, my sister. Come to me, my brother. You lifted your hand. Yes. Yes, come. Come. From the back, from everywhere. On this side, you lifted your hand. Come. God bless you. Come. I'm waiting for you. Come to the front. God bless you. God bless you, my brother. Come from the back. From the back. Be saved to become a savior of men yourself. God bless you, my brother. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. We are waiting for you, my sister. Come. God bless you. Right here. God bless you. God bless you. I'm waiting for you. You will never be in hell. You will go to heaven. You can be born again. You can also become a savior of men. Father, we thank you. Please, before we pray, I believe that there are people still in the congregation. You are not sure of your salvation. You were once born again. You once lived for Christ, but things have happened. This afternoon, God will restore you to salvation. Move from wherever you are and quickly join us. Quickly, I'm waiting so that we can pray. I don't know who you are. You cannot be in church today and go to hell after you all you have heard. Be saved to become a savior of men. Come. I'm, 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 I'm bargaining for your very life and your soul. In just 10 seconds, if you are not here, we are going to pray. Come. Come from the back. Come from. Don't, don't play with God. Don't talk with your life. It is appointed unto man once to die. And after that, the judgment. Don't think that you have an opportunity to change your mind. No. 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 Come. Come from the back. Come from everywhere. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. 
God bless you. Please, all of us in front, lift your hand and let's say this prayer together. Mean it from your heart. Say, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. This afternoon, I come to you just as I am. Please forgive me. I am sorry for all my sins. I am sorry for the way I have lived. But from now, I repent. I repent from all my sins. And I confess with my mouth, Jesus, and I believe in you. You are the son of God. You died for me and you rose again. Lord Jesus, I accept you into my heart as the Savior, the Lord, and the Master over my soul. Jesus, Savior of the world, save my life. Jesus, Savior of the world, save my life. Jesus, Savior of the world, save my life. From today, I belong to you. I believe in you. Please write my name. My name is... Mention your name. Say, please write my name in your book of life. From today, I belong to you. I will follow you. I will worship you all the days of my life. Thank you, Jesus, for saving my life. Amen. Say, Satan, from now, I don't belong to you. Uh, whatever you have in me, I reject it. I refuse it. In the name of Jesus, I belong to God. I belong to Jesus. I will follow Jesus all the days of my life. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Father, I pray for everyone here. Let the blood of Jesus wash us, cleanse us, purge us to be pure. Oh, yes, oh God. And let the grace of God that brings salvation appear to every one of us. Grant us your spirit. Oh, yes, oh God. Grant us your spirit that we will have the baptism of the Holy Spirit in the name of Jesus. Make us, oh God, your sons and your daughters. And Lord, use us for your glory. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Look at me. The decision you've taken is the best decision you've taken all your life. The decision to go to school made us able to write and to read. The decision to work put food on our table. But this decision will take us one day to heaven. Hallelujah. Where Jesus is and you will never regret it. Look at our pastors, our brothers there. Afes and uh, Anda, which yeah, they are going to um, share something with you and pray with you, and you come right back. Okay, I think we can also serve them there. Okay, yeah, then they will serve you with something cold, hundred percent juice, that will uh, reduce the temperature after the prayer, and your life will not be the same. Hallelujah. So I want you to follow our brother, who. Yeah, is holding the placard. Follow me. So please let's follow. Oh, put your hands together for them. God bless you.
God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Yes, God bless you. Help them. Help them. Help them. You can do better. Help them. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Everybody lift your hands. And we are praying for those who I want you to mention to the Lord. The Lord, let Christ be formed. In all those that have received you this afternoon, may they not backslide. Let them end up in heaven. When all is said and done, may we see each other in heaven. Lift your hands, lift your voice and pray for them. Lord, we intercede. We pray. Oh, yes, Lord. Oh, somebody pray like you mean it. What you do for others, God will help. Oh, yes. Will cause it to happen to you. One day it will be your family members that people will be praying for. We are praying for them, Lord. Remember them, Lord. Remember us. May they not die in their sins. May they not backslide. Lord, save them. Oh, yes. Let them be rooted. Let them be grounded. Let them be committed, Lord. Lord of oh God, may Christ be forming them. May Christ be forming them. May they love you. May they love you until the very end. Let nothing take them away from you. Oh, yes, Lord. Oh, your word declares, Lord, no one can plug all people from your hands. Lord, you brought them. You've saved them. You've delivered them. Let them continue in you. For you said, as many that will continue in your way, the same will be your disciples, that they will continue until the very end. We intercede, Lord. Mohayande, Motabayando Tasa, E Yabarababosa, Kabariando, Ronde, Limo, Huta, Bande, Limo, Huta, Bande. Jesus, Jesus, we thank you. We bless you. We give you glory in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Father, we thank you and we bless you. The rest of us, Lord, we lift our hands to you. We say, fill you with your, fill us with your spirit, Lord. That, Lord, we will not be weary. That we'll go about talking about you, winning souls. That, Lord, we'll be true savior. Oh, yes, we become saviors of men. Saviors of men, Lord. Help us wherever we go. In buses, in trains, at school, in homes. In planes, wherever, walking by the wayside, that Lord, this will be our portion in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. We hope you've been blessed by the Word of God. Please worship with us every Sunday at 10 a.m. at LCI Megachurch, Lewisham Way, 79 Parklands Main Road, Cape Town, South Africa.